Welcome to the Serie A Show. Hello again, everybody, and welcome to another preview episode of the Serie A Show presented by Match Edge. If you want to get the absolute best in football betting tips with 90% accuracy across Europe's big leagues, you can go to thecityashow.com to get signed up and learn more. Match Edge provides the very best in football betting tips for £8.50 per month, so that's the cost of about a coffee per week. You get access to all the big leagues in Europe with 90% accuracy. Now, the predictions we gave last week from last match day, particularly the Juve Fiorentina one, were wrong. So we will try to make up for it this week. We have Juve Verona, Lecce, Napoli, and then Bologna, Roma that we will be previewing today. So let's start, guys, with Juve Verona. Uh, Match Edge says to go with Juve winning and then go with the over one and a half goals at 1.17. So, Chloe, this should be a walk in the park for Juve, no? It should be. Um, (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Famous last words. Yeah, they just, um, as as we said in the last show, they're not quite, there or not really there at all yet under under Sari. Um but at home to Verona, you know, you, you can't you really can't see anything other than a Juve win, even if the performance is not quite there yet. So, you know, I think I think that is that is definitely one um that's worth backing. Yeah, I think so too. Nima, are you worried because they so they had a bit of a let off in the Champions League mid midweek. They were up by two goals. Um, obviously conceded two, but they had a chance with a fantastic chance from Ronaldo at the end to, to sort of steal it at the end there. But are you worried they may have a bit of a, a, a hangover, so to speak? Um, for me, this presents really a good opportunity for them to sort of take the foot off the gas a little, rotate the team. Is, is that how you're viewing it? Sort of a chance for them to, to maybe recalibrate a little bit? No, I'm I'm viewing this as as Sarri going in there and wanting to completely asphalt Hellas Verona, like asphaltati. They they need a clear, strong, good ninety minute performance where they win by four or five goals, because this Sarri project is not started in at all the way that Sarri wanted to, that Juve wanted to, and I th- and and Sarri doesn't rotate. He doesn't do that, and he's been very clear that he's not going to unless there's an injury. And I think that's important because he feels that these eleven players are the ones that will give him that, that are the ones that are closest to to playing in the way that he wants them to play. So I, I don't see him rotating at all. I see him. I, I think they'll. I think they'll go out there. I feel bad for Hellas because I think that they will get completely destroyed by Juve. Now, is there anything midweek in the Champions League that that concerned either of you in regards to Juve? Was there something that you saw that you thought, oh, they're not quite along as we thought? Now, Chloe, you you mentioned that a a, a second ago here, but was there anything else you saw that you may be concerned about for me? I still think we need to see more from De Ligt, no? Yeah, uh, De Ligt is a, let's not not kid ourselves, he's been a complete disaster. 
um, since he's he, so far this season. He, he he's a liability right now. He's a security risk. That doesn't mean that I think he's he's a poor player or that he won't you know you know succeed in the future. But right now, as things stand today, the guy the kid is a is he's not gelling in well. He's at least a meter off in everything he does in positioning and in in timing. Um, and and it's going to take time. Uh, so this this game against uh, Verona is, is a game where he can actually it's also a chance for him to get into it um, I, I was very surprised I thought Juve up until scoring that 2-0 or after 2-0 and Higuain not passing Ronaldo uh, but up until then I felt Juve were in complete control they played better football they were in charge but then it just fell apart as they got tired um, and, and that is something that you know Juve isn't used to and and haven't ever done before. So so um, and this is Juve. You you know it, you know the famous the famous words by Boniperti. You know it's winning isn't the you know winning is the only thing that counts at Juventus. And and they have to start winning uh, because they'll they'll find they'll find themselves in a in a world of pressure if they don't. All right. So let's go to the next one, which is Napoli traveling away down south to Lecce. Match Edge says to take a Napoli win. At 1.4, take the over one and a half goals at 1.2, and take the over two and a half goals at 1.61. So, Napoli coming off a sensational, absolutely sensational performance midweek against Liverpool in the Champions League. Nima, this is another one. Um, should be pretty easy for Ancelotti's side, don't you think? Um, I mean, Lecce, particularly in attack. Really haven't show, really haven't shown much so far this season. We all predicted that they would be struggling for survival, but again, you would assume that Napoli would handily beat them. Yeah, you would. Uh, but um, you know, uh, Napoli. Let's remember that Lecce beat Torino away uh, last yes. last week, yes. and and they're playing at home. So um, you know, and th- this is a game that is a little bit of a. I'm watching this very closely because I want to see if Napoli, if not Ancelotti's Napoli are the real deal, this is a game that they won't mess up. They will go, they will win handily. But um, I, I do, I'm a little bit worried because I feel that they kind of, um, they, 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 they put, they put everything in the Champions League. That's how I saw it. Chloe, what about you? Yeah, I, I, I agree with Nima that obviously a big Champions League performance like that can sometimes, um, it always reminds me of that saying after the Lord Mayor's show <laughs> where you have a, a <laughs> you have a big, big performance and then the match afterwards you you know you're playing somebody much smaller and then you can slip up. But I can't see I think the gulf will be too big to be honest. Um Ancelotti is very, very experienced as we know. Uh, he knows how to handle matches like this. Um it's it's obviously even for Napoli, it's a long trip south. Um, but I, I don't think all uh, any of those things will matter ultimately. I, th- I think they will win, and I think it'll it'll more than likely be comfortable. Yeah, I I think so too. Listen, Lecce at the back, they have names. Luca Rossettini, who ugh, I thought this guy was playing in the fourth tier, <laughs> he's starting. They have uh, Taxidis, the the former Roma legend in the midfield. Just as you mentioned, Chloe, just a huge, 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 huge golf in quality. So I don't forget, don't forget, don't forget Lapagol. Oh, La, yeah. Well, oh. well, and Chloe, they they also have Babacar in attack. Yeah. Well, he is genuinely a legend. So <laughs> let's not let's not get this wrong. Well, listen, I feel like he's one of those guys who's actually 
decent, and I think he has much more quality than maybe people give him credit for. He's just never been given a chance to be a first choice anywhere. No, well, I think, you know, he went to Sassuolo and I thought, oh, this is it. He's going to be great. And, you know, he was still on the bench. And I just think, oh, it's such a shame for him. But, you know, when he's he's very effective from the bench, that I think that's the problem. I think that's his problem, that he's so effective from the bench that coaches almost don't want to start him because he can his sort of dynamism and, and eye for goal can kind of almost get watered down through the 90 minutes, but as an impact sub, he's really good. So I think that kind of hurts him a bit, but so maybe the drop down a, a little bit more to Lecce will 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 help him. Um, but yeah, he certainly it could be a danger for Napoli. If he played if he played Inter every week, he'd win the Ballon d'Or. Like that, that's just, I mean, it's just, I'm so used to him always being world-class against Inter. So he's he's unlucky he doesn't play Inter every week because he'd win the Ballon d'Or without a <laughs> doubt. He'd be the world FIFA player year of the year every year. I, I saw him score an absolute blinder, uh, a, a brilliant goal against Inter at Lefranchi in yeah. 2014, I think. Yeah, yeah. A beautiful curling effort. <laughs> yeah, it's unbelievable. It is unbelievable. Hey, real quick, I know this is obviously a, a City I preview show, but can we just talk about Napoli's performance against Liverpool? Sure. Chloe, I was so, so impressed, and I've been giving him a lot of stick ever since he moved. He wanted to leave in the summer. A hand up on this one, Mario Rui. Wow, great performance. Mm. Kept, yeah, kept Salah quiet. Yeah, he was great. Um, I thought Calion, even though he, I'm not going to discuss that penalty. I didn't <laughs> think there was much in it, but I don't want to upset people. I thought it was a penalty. I'm sorry. I've seen it 3,000 times, and I don't understand where, where the outrage comes from. It's a clumsy challenge. I've seen it on the replay. He's cha- I'm, and I'm sorry. Yeah, I'm sorry. I just, I don't get it. What is the problem? He's he's clearly touching. There's contact. Sure, surely he 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 made a bit of a meal of it, no? Yeah, he did. Sure, but it's but there's still contact. I mean, as long as there's contact, it's a penalty. Like the the fact that he roll like he flies and rolls and all that. That's fair enough. But it's still he's, there's contact. Okay. He nonetheless, I, I knew I, I should, <laughs> see. I shouldn't have even brought it up. But in in all seriousness. I, the attack and quality. I, I knew Chucky Lozano would be a huge asset for them. I, I am just so impressed by the way Ancelotti had them set up. I thought they were sensational. Absolutely sensational. Yeah, I expected them, you know, the struggles they've been having in defence, I thought they were going to get blown apart by Liverpool. And, you know, that I, I even I said that before the match and, and I wrote about it and, you know, I hold my hands up. I was completely wrong, and and they they really turned it around and proved that they could put in a good performance against such a good attacking side. Nima, what did you make of it? Other than the penalty, no, it's a classic Ancelotti in the Champions League performance. I think, uh, you know, the, you know, I, I he he's brilliant in that. He knows how to take on these big games and. Uh, as the Italians say, suggestire. He knows how to take them on. He knows how exactly when there's a big game coming up in, in Europe. He knows exactly from the preparations to, to during the match to afterwards. He just gets it right time and time again. And it's uh, it's his strength. Um, the problem has always been the consistency in the league for him. Um, but uh, no, I, I was so impressed. I was not surprised. Um, we know that Napoli can destroy anyone at the San Paolo. They're, they're, they, are a, they are a different team at home. 
Um, and uh, no, I, I, I think it will be really interesting now if Napoli, because Salzburg are looking, you know, with a with Holland, the 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 Norwegian youngster there. It's gonna be it's gonna be an interesting group to follow. But I I fully expect Liverpool and and Napoli to go through, and I expect Napoli to win hmm. the group. So the last match that we are going to preview is Roma visiting Bologna and match edge. Now they don't have the result on this one, but they do say to take the over one and a half goals at one point two. <laughs> Yeah, I Shocker. think that's a good bet when <laughs> Shocker. When, when Roma plays, there's going to be goals. I think you're you're right. Play. So uh, they're coming off a Europa League uh, win against Istanbul Başakşehir. They scored four. Was it the prettiest of performances, particularly that first half? No. Really turned it on in the second half. Do I think they're still sort of trying to understand what Fonseca wants? Yes. But the thing I'm starting to get really impressed with is and this was one I, I raised my hands I was absolutely wrong about it Lorenzo Pellegrini wow yeah extremely extremely talented I I thought when he first came back uh summer of 2017 he was very very poor under Eusebio Di Francesco playing in that mezzala role he does not have the defensive characteristics or qualities to to sort of track back and you know, take care of business on that end of the pitch, but you allow him the freedom to play behind the striker. I think he's absolutely sensational. Mm. Agreed. But then on the opposite side, you you have yeah. this you have this Bologna team, which Nima you you talked about very prof- uh, profoundly. They're they're so behind Mihailovic and this terrible terrible uh, disease that he's battling right now. And it's not even necessarily the motivation on their end. They genuinely look like a reborn side, just player for player, particularly in attack. We've talked about Orsolini. They look so much better than last season. It's not even funny. I think I think it's it's going to be another um, big score for Roma. Um, if they've scored four, two lots of four goals, then you know in back to back games they. They're clearly on a roll in that respect. Um, um, I know Bologna are, are quite solid defensively, but they conceded three against Brescia last week, um, as we touched on. So, yeah, there's there's definitely potential for goals in it. Um, and I don't think Bologna, by any means, will give up without a fight. But, yeah, I think Roma will win. And I, and I, and I think the, the prediction of goals is definitely accurate. Mm. No, I I think definitely, but this is you know as we know Roma Roma are guarantee goals, and I think and, and so do um, and so do Bologna, uh, and and I think this is one of those high scoring games. Um, I think I think Roma will edge out the winner, but I don't think by much. Um, and uh, no, I, I I'm 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 I think Bologna are in the top top seven top seven, eight to stay. I wow. really impressed really? by them if they can if they. Yeah, I think they they look so balanced. I mean, they look like a team that knows everyone knows what they're doing, and 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 it's no, it's it's looking good. He's got he's got he's he can play. You know, he's got a lot of tools in his toolbox to play whatever he wants to play in any way he wants to play. And I think that if Roma don't watch out, uh, especially defensively, if the, if the if the midfield and the central defense can finally start to work together and understand what 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 it is Fonseca wants, then 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 I think they can neutralize Bologna. But if they don't, Bologna can win with no no doubt about that i absolutely think bologna could win and listen i i mentioned i believe it was last week on our preview show the goal of the x now greg wadefrel did not score against roma now 
if there was ever an opportunity for Mattia Destro to <laughs> come back and hit his former club, it is now. And we're not even going to talk about a goal of a former player. We're going to talk about a goalkeeper, uh, Skorupski, who mm. used to be at Roma, um, really came on to prominence when he put on a fantastic performance against Manchester City in the Champions League um, in England, away from Rome. Did very, very well. I believe it was 1-1. He always... Always, whether it's at Empoli or Bologna, always, always puts on these <laughs> godlike performances against Roma. I mean, to the point where you wonder how in the world isn't this guy at Madrid or Barcelona? It's frightening how well he does against Roma. That's the level that he turns up to when he is playing his former side is alarming. So. Roma will have to look out for that. Nima, but in our, I, be, I believe it was the season preview show, when we were talking about Bologna, you mentioned Orsolini. Mm. How good is he? Because I, I feel Love like him. he's one of those guys that he's he's talked about as, you know, a promising, you know, promising youngster. But he's more than that now because he's actually a decisive, one of the, you, you could argue the best player on their team. Yeah, no, I, I, I 100% agree with that. It's, I'm, 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 I'm really, I'm having a crush on him now because he, he you know, last season he came through, he came up and, and he had a good season and he came uh, you know, he was he was pretty poor for Italy in the under twenty one European Championships. Uh, but since then, this season, he's he's really taking the next step. This kid is this is the real deal. Um, and he's I I think we're talking uh, the next Chiesa, if you will. He's got very he's got a lot of traits mm. that, that reminds me of Federico Chiesa, and that's good great news for Italy. Um, Italy's got as I, I keep saying this, but the Italian national team. It's in 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 one two years we could have. The situation Italy had ten years ago in terms of world beaters in every single position. This is a really mm. exciting time for Italy in, in in for Italian national team football, and and he's definitely one of them. I, I absolutely, he's a, he's a joy to watch. Uh, he he's he really doesn't have any weaknesses. He's good at one on ones. He's fast. His crosses are good. He can he's got good finishing. He reads the game well. No, I I, re, I, I it's, it's, this, his development is going to be one that is so interesting to follow. I completely agree. Now we're not previewing these ones but real quick um chloe fiorentina they go away to atalanta i i I can't find the words to describe what that was from atalanta in the champions league i I just i I won't talk about it but are you confident on three four three (laughs) that that was well three four three that was the formation or the number of goals they possibly could have conceded because they looked (laughs) that was about as bad as you could ask for in the champions league that was dreadful but chloe do you do you think fiorentina can make uh can sort of take advantage of that drubbing that atalanta got midweek i think i think montella will be cautious about that i think that he won't let his players sort of dwell on the fact they had a terrible result because teams can often um after a real drubbing like that they can bounce back and and sort of take their anger out on the next opponent so I think Fiorentina will need to be wary of that. Uh, however, all the signs uh, were so good against Juve that I'm really, really hoping that this is the match where they can um, kick on. And to, to do that against an opponent like Atalanta would send a, a real statement about what this team can do. And Montella needs that win under his belt because he hasn't won yet. So, yeah, it's... It's definitely a very tough match. Um, there have been lots of goals in uh, the matches between Fiorentina and Atalanta. 
like last season, for example. Um, so it sh- they should be exciting. Um, and I hope Fiorentina can win. Okay, so cautious optimism. And then, Nima, we obviously had the derby. Again, we're not we're not previewing that one, but just a, a quick sense of how you feel about this one. Because as I said in our, in our show earlier this week, it almost feels like despite Milan having two victories, only one loss, just the feeling for each of the clubs coming into this one, just it, it just feels so different, even though if you're just looking at the table, there's only a three-point difference. I think the the worst thing that could have happened to um, for Milan, if you want to, you know, follow the, the, you know, a classic logic, was that Inter was to was to was was for Inter to give that absolute shocking performance against against Slavia Prague because every single player at Inter afterwards was furious. Every single one of them were angry. You could see it on the pitch. They were disgruntled. They were unhappy. Conte was not happy. He, you know, there are reports saying that he spent the night at the club's training ground going through the match uh, through the entire night and didn't sleep going through everything that went long wrong analyzing what needs to be done because that's not what he wanted to do um that's not how he wants his team to play um so and then also you have these ridiculous reports that uh, Lukaku and Brozovic uh, were fighting I mean that this is something that happens at every club uh, it happened at Juventus after the 2-2 draw against Atletico Madrid um, some players, Luca, what am I saying? Quadrado was involved in a in in a discussion as well. I mean, these players players want to win, and when they come in there and they they don't and they give bad performances and they're frustrated, these things happen. So it's not big drama. But having said that, um, Giampaolo, you know, again, we don't know how well they they've 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 had a week to rest. They won against Hellas. They haven't conceded a lot, and they don't concede a lot. So you know, can they can they build on that and surprise us all? We've seen we've seen bigger shocks. So I, for me, this is a very open derby. I think this could go either way. Well, you sound less confident than you did earlier in the week. Yeah, yeah, I did because Inter were awful. Inter were awful against Slavia Prague, and these things are these things can can Inter are a very special is a very special place. These things can, you know, set on their mentality, uh, and and we don't really know as the mentality of this group. Is it is it this new Inter? Is it a strong group? Is it is the same as before? This is where you know we don't have any answers. We have nothing to go by. It's a completely new group, so you can you know I I really don't know. I really don't know, but and also Milan. This is the ideal moment for Milan to just come out, come there and just you know crap all Steal over. One. Yeah, crap all over Inter's party, um, and and put Inter in a really difficult position. So because the pressure, you know, it's always a derby pressure for sure. But Inter are favorites going into this. There's no doubt about that. All right. Well, that's what we have for you in terms of preview for this next match day. We will obviously be back. Um, on Monday with our reaction to all the results, the performances, all that good stuff. So, again, if you would like to get betting tips from Match Edge, you can go to thecityashow.com, and it's a cost of £8.50 per month. So the cost of a coffee per week, again, thecityashow.com to get all of those betting tips from Match Edge. And it's not just for the City A, it's across all of the big leagues in Europe. So again, thecityashow.com. So that's where we will leave it, and we will see you on Monday. Take care, everybody. Bye-bye.